Hello mi o le wo dade iwo wo ngba kan ta wa nkekere ni se lo je nkan to joju sugbon lesin ko joju mo sugbon iwo gege bi okunrin to fe pe laye to de fe rogolo la moju kuro so ri nto obi si leyen joju e loju ai toju re ni o je ko mo ko na fine kan won kan we nti o da kan package nti o da fun e la ba irin ajo aye e je awon mi wa e wa gan sugbon to ba kolu won o pitanpo rowori iridi aye ni mo so fun won omi re gbagbara olorun ase ajinde ko wonu e lo eje jesus ko dara komo jesus oluwa send the message whatsapp number so pe efimisi group iri wuro tori be yen o ma gba iri wuro lara aro yato si bo se wa ilori radio o de le fi ranse siyan lori whatsapp yen tabi ki wona to bo to ba to fe tun bo o ma dara fun won ma gbabe o saturday man ni agbara tori saturday akopla tun la to fe kolu yi o de mo bo se ma ri wakati meta yen wa ri ogolo wa de ri a iri owuro yi ko se le lori fun adura ati igbani yanju e pe 09081200200908121200 jesus loluwa
Good morning and welcome to the Tuesday edition of Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM here in the ancient city of Abeokuta. My name is Lulu Fadoju. Of course, on Freshly Pressed, we get to look through the papers, get some perspective from an analyst, and then you can also get a conversation and share your thoughts on some of the stories that made the headlines today. Of course, I'll be starting on this note with this quote from J.F. Kennedy. That's how I started in Ibada today. And, uh, you know, there's been that question. You might also have been having that question on your mind. You might be asking yourself, why do we do this day in, day out? Why do we keep, you know, talking about the same things? Uh, in different individuals will come up, you know, will call in. Uh, Kim Karim will also share his thoughts concerning these issues. Same old issues get recycled in the news. And so you ask yourself, why do we keep doing this? Well, is there ever going to be a change in sight? I'll be quoting uh, from uh, John F. D. It was quoted by uh, President Joe Biden over the week at uh, you know, a particular that they had that was on Saturday. John F. Kennedy says, without debate, without criticism, no administration and no country can succeed and no republic can survive. Take it again. Without debate, without criticism, no administration and no country can succeed and no republic can survive. So the essence conversations we keep having day to day is to win the success of this country and the survival of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. Once again, good welcome to the Tuesday edition of Freshly Pressed. Welcome back. I need to start by also saying I need to say Hido Fitri, you know, celebration to our Muslim brothers and sisters. It's a good one to also witness uh, another celebration this year. Let's go. I have the Paunch newspaper, the Vanguard newspaper this morning, and I'll be taking it also from the Tribune newspaper for this morning, the 3rd of May, 2022. Starting with the headlines on the front page of the Paunch newspaper, Presidency, APC midfield Northern Candidate awaits PDP primary. That's on page 2 of the Punch newspaper. It has this writer's presidential ticket. God will show us, he says, Lawan, blame PDP if not retains pass. ABC chieftain. Nigerians suffering deserve new leadership. That's according to a PDP spokesperson. Let's move from this now to other headlines. Nigeria's crude production crashed, crashed by 1.2 million barrels in April, according to OPEC. Page 7, Ido Fitri. Security biffed up as Buhari parades in military barracks. Page 8, Striking ASU members won't be paid. That's according to the federal government. Back to page 21, National Assembly because rejects staggered arrears payment. Issue strike notice. Page 24, Nigeria, Morocco, plan world longest shore gas pipeline. Page 9, can declare three-day 
rather, Khan declares three-day prayers for Nigeria. That's also there on the front of the Paunch newspaper this morning. The other headlines on the front page of the Paunch newspaper. I'll try to see if I can get, of course, uh, those other stories. Okay. There's also... Okay, that's as much as I'll be taking on the front page of the Paunch newspaper. Okay, I found... Uh, gotten uh, to that part of the page. Okay, you have this. Tears as copper... Nine tenants die in Lagos building collapse. Buhari laments. That's one too many stories on, uh, you know, building collapse in Nigeria. But let's move to other headlines also on the front page of the Punch newspaper. On page 22, 700 companies jostle for 12 billion naira railway projects. Away from this to another one, FG may release detained terrorists in exchange for 64 train hostages on page 11 of the Paunch newspaper this morning. Let's take other headlines. Uh, 44% of Nigerian firms paid hackers ransom in 2021, according to a report. Away from this, uh, AKT community protests rising kidnapping robberies blocks road. Another one, Lagos CP summons MCO Luomo. Istijaba over NURT crisis. That's on page 7. And finally, on the front page of the Paunch newspaper, my grouse with Saraki, Tambual, other northern PDP presidential aspirants. That's according to Yesam Wike. Let's move from this now to the front page of the Tribune newspaper. Clerk Adibanjo Obiozo to NEF. Dumping zoning will kill, bury Nigeria. That's on page two. It has this writer's God will show the Lawan on purported presidential ambition. I will hand over to anyone Nigerians elect. That's according to Buhari. 10 killed, 23 rescued in Lagos' three-story building collapse. It has this rider, four-year-old female core member among casualties. Page 26, train attack, bandits using captives as human shield. That's according to Buhari. PDP heads to appeal court overruling on conduct of primary election. Buhari tweets for first time since FG lifted ban on Twitter. Gunmen strike again in Anambra, kill policemen, six others. Another headline also on the front page of the Nigerian Tribune this morning, World Freedom Day. Media freedom under attack in Nigeria, says editors. One federal government to make newsprints, broadcast equipment, consumables tax-free. And finally, on the front page of the Nigerian Tribune, FIFA fines Nigeria 63.9 million naira for fans misconduct after Ghana match. That's on the back page of the Nigerian Tribune this morning. Fangad newspaper for a couple of headlines. So 2023, Muslim clerics, Khan, PFN, others attack. APC, PDP on zoning. 2020, Tinubu best prepared for... ...for presidency, that's according to Lagos APC. Media under attack, democracy in danger. That's according to Guild of Editors, is similar to the one I took from on page of the Nigeria Tribune. Crisis, call your followers to order... Once Oluomo Istijaba, that story is also there in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. Of course, uh, other headlines are there in uh, the Nigeria Tribune. I'll be going on the first break on the program, or second break as it were. When I return, we're taking details of some of the stories. Stick around, it's still freshly pressed 
on Fresh 107.9 FM. Good news for every woman. The Women College of Ministry is back. Join Olufunke at Day Tuberu at the Women College of Ministry as she takes you through life-changing courses such as life management, understanding your personality, how to deal with conflicts at home, raising super kids, amongst others. It also includes a special package for waiting mothers and a dinner for couples. The school resumes on the 7th of May 2022 and holds every Saturday, 12 p.m. or p.m. for six weeks. Come and receive knowledge that can make you walk vigorously over life and relationship issues. This is for all women 17 and above, sing forced, single parent and widows to register text or whatsapp 080-242389 distance is not a barrier as our online zoom classes are also available register now not to miss out women college of ministry a must for every woman Woman. from the rock city of nigeria rock city of nigeria this is fresh 107.9 and widows to register text or whatsapp 080-23242389 distance is not a barrier as our online zoom classes are also available register to miss out women college of ministry a must for every woman woman Welcome back. It's still freshly pressed on Fresh 107.m here in Abeokuta. I'll be taking details of some of the stories that made the headlines. Uh, that's been quite interesting, uh, some of the headlines. I already have my analyst in the studio with me who will be taking, uh, we'll be looking through some of the stories. But before this, also, I need to tell you that we will be taking comments on uh, Twitter. We did get, uh, you know, some comments of those who would like to, you know, share their thoughts on Twitter, who would like us to take their comments. So you can also drop your comments on Twitter, uh, the Twitter handle, Fresh FM, Abeokuta. Besides this also, you should, should know, you know, how to do it. You could also use the hashtag uh, Freshly Pressed on that particular platform. Uh, in the course of the program, I'll be looking through some of the tweets and uh, I'll be taking them later on. So let's get to it, uh, starting with this particular story in the Punch newspaper this morning. It says the presidency, APC, may field a northern candidate awaits PDP primary. Let's get uh, details of this particular story real quick. 
Okay, yeah, trying to look through for that detail details of this story. Okay, you have it. Strong indications that the All Progressives Congress may field a northern candidate that can compete with People's Democratic Party if the opposition party picks its presidential start bearer from the north in 2023. The punch guarded on Monday that although the APC was interested in zoning its presidential ticket to the south, the outcome of the PDP's presidential primary scheduled for May 28 and May 29 will determine its final decision. It also learned that the chieftains of the party in the north had started shopping for a strong presidential candidate from the region if the PDP's candidate is picked from the north. That's an interesting one there in uh, the Punch newspaper this morning. There's a story tied to this also having to do with the People's Democratic Party. It's also in the Punch newspaper. I'll take it. My grouse with Saraki, Tambual, other northern PDP presidential aspirants. That's according to Yosem Wike. Governor of River State, Yosem Wike, on day disclosed his grouse with former president of the Senate, Bukola Saraki, and the governor of Sokoto State, Minu Tambual, over zoning of the press to the south ahead of the 2023 general elections. Wiki said he had always wanted pressure aspirants from the north, wondering why those he supported in the 2019 elections are now aspiring to be president in 2023. He stated this while appearing on Politics Today, a current affairs program on channels television monitored from Abuja on Monday. That story is also there in the Punch newspaper this morning. Let's move from this now to another story also in the same paper. The minister, okay, the headline first, uh, striking ASU members. Hey, that's according to the Education Education Minister. The Minister of State for Education, Emeka Wanjuiba, has said it doesn't make sense for members of the academic staff union of universities to continue to earn salaries while on strike. The point reports that ASU be- began one month's warning strike on February 14, 2022, and since then has not suspended its industrial action. Speaking to the point in a telephone interview on Sunday, Wanjuiba said, and quote, the lecturers have continued to earn salaries while on It doesn't make sense to earn salaries when they have refused to work. If you refuse to even pay by the time the call of the strike, they will still go back to fight for the payment of the period they refused to work. And quote that story runs on and on there in the Punch newspaper this morning. I'll take another one from the Vanguard newspaper before turning to my analyst. Although I'll still take other stories from the papers. You have this in the Vanguard newspaper. Media under attack in Nigeria. Democracy in danger. That's according to the Guild of... The Nigerian Guild of Editors, NGE, has said the inalienable right to access and disseminate information, a true and independence, is under attack and called for protection of the media. The professional group of all the editors in Nigeria also said while the threat to media freedom in Nigeria is real, the impact on the state of democracy in the country will be very dangerous if not checked. NGE made the point in a statement by its president, Mustafa Issa, on the General Secretary, Yobosa, on Monday to mark the World Press Freedom Day, celebrated every May 3rd. That story runs on and on also in the Vanguard newspaper this morning. I'll be turning to my analyst to get some perspectives on this couple of stories I've taken to start with. I have in the studio with me, Akim Kareem. Good morning, Akim Kareem, and good to have you in the studio. A fresh affair. How are you? Very well, thank you. Uh, happy Hido Fitri, as it were. Yes, same to you and the Workers' Day. And yes, uh, it was Workers' Day uh, holiday yesterday also. Yes. Uh, how, how did it go for you? So, 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 some people, <laughs> it felt there was going to be an holiday on Monday and another holiday on Tuesday. That one is the 
Nigerians cherish holidays so much. Yes, I mean, it used where, to be where, the way. Where, it used where to be where the that thing, mentality you know. come from? Yeah, it used to be the thing. I we mean, take with too much holidays for comfort. Don't you think so? Uh, you don't think uh, maybe, we, you, you we know... Like, we, we like to stay off work so much, yeah, we like to hand the whole... I mean, how, how many days do we get to stay off work, if you are, if I may ask? No, in a I, year? Yeah, in, the, in the past, I think there was, there was this, that if there was an holiday on Sunday, then because of our mentality... We have Monday and Tuesday. Then, then we now shift the... We, Sundays were already... Yes. We now shift the... Holiday to holiday Monday, to which Monday. we had. We had it on Monday. Right. And now, the and now, now this, this, this is the point for me. Already a nation like Nigeria that is lacking, lagging behind so much that the whole world is virtually ahead of us, needs to do more work, needs to have more hours. Don't forget, the Nigerian economy is most time usually shut down, except for a few instances, less than less than 20%, if I'm not mistaken, or 30%. Shut down at 6 p.m., people rush home. That's the end of the business for the day. Uh, because of security and other challenges, and then we now begin to ask for holidays and ask for holidays, ask for holidays. And I think last week some people were sending some messages around telling us that one Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday will be holiday. Then they wanted to create another one for Friday. But <laughs> they were like they did not even want to come to work at all for the whole week. Oh, right. I'm not. Sure, I, I am sure that that is not how nations develop by taking too many holidays. It's good to relax. It's good to refresh mm. when you have your normal leave not to always shut down the economy because you want to go on holiday. but i was asking you my question to you initially how, how did you enjoy the holiday how did you spend the holidays holiday? are meant to be spent with your family with loved ones and uh, have a nice time relax time to sleep if you need to sleep read if you have books to read meditate if you do meditate whatever makes you happy just do it and do, make sure you do not break any Okay, so let's get to it real quick. Uh, we have uh, this one. Okay, let me take this story before I do, you know, before I ask you for your thoughts. We have this in the Punch newspaper. FG may release detained terrorists in next for 68 trained hostages. There are strong indications that the federal government may cede to the demands of the terrorists who attacked the Abuja Kaduna train and abducted no fewer than 68 passengers at Qatari Kaduna State on May 28 on March rather 28. The gang had demanded the release of its detained commanders and finance in exchange for the abductees. Our story runs on and on there in the Punch newspaper. Let's start with this particular story, Kim Karim. It's there, there are indications that the federal government, according to this report, may release this terrorist, detained terrorist, and their financiers in exchange for the 68 trained hostages. I do know, for instance, or you do recall that a couple of days ago, that was sometime last week, you know, a picture was shared of a... Uh, baby that was given birth to, you know, among those who were abducted. And also earlier when the abduction occurred, the terrorists had said the federal government knows what they want. They want the release of some of their comrades in detention. You know, what do you make of this development? I mean, uh, one might say, oh, some people say don't negotiate with terrorists. But at this point, at this point, you know, is this the way to go in your opinion? Yes, in my estimation, it's a catch-on situation. And what is a catch-on situation? dilemma or difficult circumstance from which there is no escape because of mutually conflicting or dependent conditions. And you know, we have, we have, we have spoken about this before, and um, uh, that, that time I even, I even to you, and I, uh, how even the almighty United States of America had to release members of the, what's that, what's that uh, now? What's that, is it, uh, no, ISIS, the one before ISIS, um, the Taliban. Okay. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, so from some of the members of the court from Guantanamo Bay, and there was a prisoner swap because um, at that time you have to, there's a premium on lives. There's a premium, everybody puts prison, prison, uh, 
human life. And uh, at, at that time, it was just apparent that the only option the American government had was to negotiate with uh, the people they call terrorists and um, to ensure that the people they had, had in their own custody were released. And uh, usually there's always somebody, an arbiter in between mm. who mediates, a mediator who ensures, uh, and a mediator that is agreed to, and then so that one party will not would win the other. And it's done because now uh, somebody has just given birth in detention, in, in captivity, in bondage, and uh, a lot of other people are there. And these people have made it clear what they want. Mm. In the past, they used to ask for money. Yes, when they gave the money, we always like, oh, they used, the money will be used to further finance the act of terrorism Execute and banditry. Yes. Mm. Yeah, but do we have a choice? People whose loved ones are in, in, in captivity will ask for anything to be done to get them. So it is not a permanent solution. It is just an on-the-spot casualty situation that administration has to be done because uh, people have to get their freedom. And uh, the longer it takes, the more complex because it becomes to, to strike. Mm. The, the weeks ago, I heard the Chibok girls were eight years in captivity. That means that the president will have spent eight years in office and this year has in captivity. Mm. Many of them came out because of uh, an agreement with, with the Boko Haram people the other time. And uh, for whatever, the others are still there now. We don't know whether they are alive. We don't know whether they are dead. Mm. And in my estimation, under these circumstances, a, a, a swap of the people they have in detention and... Uh, because for me, for me, and this is my opinion, the people who were traveling from Katina to Abuja by train, I place a higher premium on them than the than, than the people uh, than, than the, uh, the the other guys in detention because we were caught for banditry or terrorism. Mm. And so, if you are going to let some of these we, who we know as dangerous elements in society to go free, so we can have the innocent persons. Uh, in these circumstances, I doubt if it's a bad thing to do. I know it's an expedient thing to do. But then it also means that we have to up the game, game against insecurity. We have to be sure we are going to, that the citizens are going to be protected and we are not forced into these situations of being between the hard, uh, the, the hard place and the rock. Okay. Because in my estimation, that's where the federal government of Nigeria is now. If you go right, you're eating your head against the rock. If you go left, you're eating, eating against another harder rock. But you have to move and you have to fight. Find a way out of where you are. You have to move and find a way out of where. This, this is also all the story, also, you know, um, where you have in 2023, uh, Khan directs churches to pray for three days against chaos. And yeah, that's having to do with, uh, you know, towards the 2023 general elections. And still having to do with the 2023 general elections. You have this one here where um, Wiki also talks about Saraki and Tambual, how we supported, you know, the North in 2019, as it were, calling for a power shift, you know, to the South. Um, these same candidates are also, you know, throwing their hearts into the ring and saying, hey, they would like, you know, to also, you know, be a part of towards press for presidency in 2023. That's uh, people from, you know, the Northern extract of a country. Then you have an APC who is also looking to see what the PDP 
um, the outcome will be for the PDP to see if the PDP goes with the North, then it will also have to go with the North. What do you, you know, what's your take on this general, everything that's going around, you know, towards this 2023 elections? Looking at also, you know, um, Khan saying, hey, we need to, you know, pray at this point in time to watch it ahead of 2023. Yes, on, the, on the position of Khan, we are prayerful people. We are good or prayerful people who believe in prayers and miracles. And so naturally, that is in line with our in the efficacy of prayers. If can says pray, who else will have said pray? Mm. For can. Muslims also also say when they go to eat, they say pray, 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 pray. And uh, don't let's but uh, how effective these prayers are, are actually in the context of people who are extremely religious and not spiritual. But that's not the point now. Now is uh, the presidency in 2023. Uh, these are my own opinion. Fundamentally, the issue of zoning is not in the Nigerian constitution. It is political parties that adopted zoning. To, to ensure that no part of the Nigerian nation feels sidelined mm. or, or disenfranchised in a way. And uh, I read a, an article recently where a lot of facts were made up as that person was trying to justify the need for the North Central. And I wonder why, uh, it's when it becomes the turn of the South, that somebody is talking about the North Central. And this is my view. Uh, I still do not know. In my years of existence, I think less between let's say between 1980 and now, we have seen presidents of uh, Northern Extraction, mm. we have seen presidents of Extraction, and uh, we have seen that, uh, in a way, it seems that the North-South arrangement is working. And uh, now that everybody naturally feels that it should be the turn of the South to produce the president, we are now having the PDP, not coming out categorically, to say that we have zoned presidency to, to the North or to the South. I think they will make that position tomorrow. And now the APC, that either to be found now said, Categorically, they have, they have zoned the presidency to the south. Now coming out of the south, we are now hearing insinuations that, oh, maybe if the PDP fills another candidate, then they also have to fill another candidate. The truth of the matter is that the moment there is no semblance of political balance or equality in any nation, that nation, in my estimation, is end, ending, is headed for the hard rocks. Mm. Many times before now, 1993, 1998, uh, 1999, uh, 2007-2011, we have always been close to the precipice, and uh, we are, myself and Tokwe on previous shows have wondered, have said that there's, I think there's a miracle that pulls the Nigerian nation back from the precipice. But now that uh, we are where we are now, and two parties, the APC and PDP, are still thinking at this point of fielding a northern candidate after more than, more than, more than close to eight years of, let's say eight years of uh, President uh, Muhammad Buhari. Muhammad Buhari. Okay. Let's say, let's say a year and a half or two of um, Yardua. Yardua in this dispensation between 1999 till date. Now, let's even forget about the many years of the military where Northern guys were perpetually president, handing over from one end of state to the other, let's say from 1960 or thereabouts to 1999. Do you understand? But when you look at these things, in my estimation, if it's coming to the South, I also feel strongly. And despite I'm a Yoruba person, that you should go to the south, southeast. But every time I raise this discussion, the 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 the, the opposition I receive is massive. But that would never change my mind. And then you also look at it that uh, they say, oh, the uh, southwest Nigeria does not position itself appropriately for them to have a president. And I say, how? What does you mean, mean the southeast? Southeast, sorry. Okay. Then how do you mean uh, position yourself appropriately? How do the southwest position themselves? In 1999, the Southwest did not even vote for the PP that eventually won the presidency. The head was elsewhere. In 1999 to 2003, 
1996 elections in the southwest. So in my estimation, I think for the sake of the continued existence of Nigeria, which has always been under serious attacks from the owners of Nigeria, the wise thing to do in these circumstances, in my own considered view, Akim Karim, is that a person of South East origin, irrespective of the party, should be president in 2023. Okay, uh, we've told you that you can be a part of the conversation. That's on Twitter. The Twitter handle is FreshFMAbeokuta. That's the Twitter handle. You can uh, quote us and also use the hashtag um, FreshlyPressed. We'll be looking through your tweets in the course of the program. Let's move to this one uh, real quick, Kim Karim, before we open the phone lines. Let's just talk uh, from the Minister for State for Education, who is, uh, you know, seems to be advocating, seems to be advocating no work, no pay for ASU. Yes. <laughs> so, in, 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 the, in the circumstance, I was listening to Brian Faleke, he was in Ibadan, and he was talking about, uh, and I don't know, people even know that uh, a lot of science institutions in Nigeria, particularly agri-based ones like IR&T, uh, uh, IR&T, the one in Mount Plantation, the Nine Arts, have been on strike for close to a year now. Close to one year, or thereabouts. Uh, this, uh, the f- f- uh, Close to one year, they have been on strike, and <coughs> excuse me, and uh, despite that, paid. And I, I, I think it's just normal. If you do not work, you do not get paid. If there are issues, and, but what also will tell you is that oh no, we teach and do research. That when we are on strike, it's only the teaching that helps that research continues. But I think, um, the, but also that the solution is not in stopping salaries. The solution. Is- We need to go on a quick break. When we return, of course, the conversation continues. We already seen your tweets. I'll be reading out the phone lines uh, shortly, but stick around. It's still freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Is still freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM. Akim, you were you know sharing your thoughts concerning this particular yeah, before that. <laughs> Tango was also angry that gave me water okay. to, to stop the, the cough. And so I think on the long run, even if you do not pay them, we know the system, you will still go back to pay them. And then Now, it's more of a reaction. What's the cause of the first action? What is the, the first action is that these lecturers have issues that the federal government should have resolved. Mm. And it was not resolved, they are on strike, and you want to stop their salary. I also think fairly that in the circumstances, it's not right to get paid when you do not work. But I also know that in the long run, if you do not pay us, 
generation. So the two parties have to come. To, to 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 a midpoint, go to a midpoint and resolve their problems. They need to get to a midpoint and resolve their problems. We need to open the phone line so you can join the conversation. The phone lines zero. Those are the phone lines to be a part of the conversation. Once again, 080-33-22-1079 and 0907-800-1079. Seven nine. Also, you can drop your comments on Twitter. The Twitter handle is Fresh FM Abeokuta. Let's see who we have on the phone line this morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning, good morning, Mister Lulu and. Go ahead. Yeah, let me have my day this morning. Uh, buy card is all as well. Market First of all, to do the joining thing, you understand now? We do call it trade speed. As a matter of fact, if this thing is not constitutional, the same It will be happening that the Northern will be claiming that they have every right to do presidency as many times as they wanted. Your general. People started clamoring that, okay, the decision is a turn, is this, turn, is that, east, south, west, whatever. It's not going to work. I have been saying this thing for the past four months now. It's not going to work. We will just be making noise. If they make it constitutional, you know, the, 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 the way of a manner that the, our old ones, I mean, those are our folks that have gone. The way they, they treated things like us, you know, being ridiculous. We, the new one, should change the scenario. The nineteen should be changed. So that we will not, so, 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 so year to year, it will be so, so people, so, so year to year, it should be constitutional. If it's not constitutional, we do the same party. Mm. And to this actual thing, I think we shall explain it way too. When you, the first two months or the first month that they proclaimed, I mean, they asked you that they proclaimed that, oh, well, we want to go outside, they give money or this, that should be paid. The other should not be paid. That, that's absolutely how it should be. Because uh, still on the negotiation, it shouldn't be like they, 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 they are above everything. You right. know, if right. they should pay some, they should not pay some. If they are owing them, I mean, if they have, they have been tried. Now, for like uh, eight months, they should pay three months and leave five months. Thank All you. Right. Good morning. Thank you for your contribution uh, on uh, this program. Is there 80 double three double two ten seven nine?
and 090, 0907-800-1079. Those are the phone lines to be a part of the conversation. It's on the phone line. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Good morning to you. Your name and where are you calling from? Uh, my name is calling from Ibarra. Your name is? Sean. Sean, good to have you. Go ahead. Yeah, good morning. Good morning, brother. How are you, sir? Good morning, sir. Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, I would like to talk about this uh, issue of versus strike. But I think they are owing them some money before, before they start this strike. Why can't they go buy to that and pay them out that one first? Mm. And secondly, people bidding of uh, uh, if a uh, PDP outcome is on uh, northern people, then APC will change to it. Why can't we Nigerian decide to get another party? Especially the uh, the southeast people mm. that they are glamour to become a president. So that we could not be able to recycle the same set of people into the government. And I encourage you people to advise that people should change their mindset about this Nigerian. Good morning, sir. God bless you too, Mr. Shane. Thank you for your contribution. Zero eight zero double three double two ten seven nine and zero nine zero seven eight hundred seven nine. Those are the phone lines to be a part of a conversation. I've been seeing uh, tweets on, uh, we have some messages on Twitter. I'll be looking through that in the course of the program. Let's see who we have here also. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello, morning. Good morning. Hello, morning. It's Fresh FM. Yes, it's Fresh FM. I'm Jenani Inoki from Lagos. Good to have you. Go ahead. Yeah. All I will say is that is what they are saying Oluoma is doing in Lagos is abnormal. Mm. Must be sanity in on our streets. There are we run the national say this is, the national center of road transfer work. I say this is what they want. The Lagos station want the same thing. Simply if they need money, they shouldn't say dole dole. Oluoma should be on the streets as the manager. Because these people are going about covering their faces, which means what they are doing is not right. Mm. And the government is standing behind them. Because they have said that they should be selling 800 naira tickets in order to get money to, to, to run election and all that kind of a thing. Okay. It's not good. It's not good. It's, ins- it's insanity. It's, it's, it's not good for a client. They should they should do the right thing. Otherwise, and the public should take note of what they are doing in Lagos too. God bless, God bless you too for your contribution. Thank you for your contribution. I just need to point something though. While you know you talked about the ticket, uh, you also tied it to you know maybe towards the election, you know, so that it can get funds for the election. That is not verified. The part of you know getting do- those parks and then use it to fund the election. That part is not verified. But that story is in the Vanguard newspaper, or it's also in the um, Tribune newspaper, where the Commissioner of Police, uh, Lagos State Commander Biodun Alabi. On the chairman of the Parks Management Committee, that's Musilu Akinsoya, also known as MC Luomo, and Aziz Abiola, also known as Isti Jabba, to call their followers to order or face the wrath of all. You know, that story has to do with, uh, you know, the fracas in, uh, you know, uh, the transport sector or the association in Lagos State. Let's take more calls. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Your name is... Good morning. 
Yes, I am MOP from United Towns of Aitu. Good to have you. This my dear brothers, good. yes, my dear brothers in the house. Mm. You can see how these northerners are willing to continue to dominate us. It is high time we southerners should galvanize ourselves together. We should work together so that we will not be, 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 be a second citizen in this country of ours. The northerners are making us second citizens, and this should not be taken. Then to the issue of us to strike. Oh, my dear brothers, the federal government is not doing the needful. It is because their children and wards are not in the uh, public universities. You see, you could imagine when these people have been on strike since Paris, and they are continuing, and the federal government is not seeing anything doing. Oh, I wonder, I pity Nigeria. May God Almighty send down the rain to cleanse this country. God bless you. God bless you too. Thank you for your contribution. Do know uh, that uh, it was yesterday, it was in the papers, that uh, the National Association of Nigerian Students did say that you know, if this party should try to hold their primaries in Abuja, you know, they will you know, they find a way, you know, to truncate such a, you know, event, you know, due to the current ASU strike. I do know that was also in the papers. That was yesterday. But let's still take more calls and get your thoughts on some of the stories that made the headlines. Hello, good morning. Hello? Omar lost that call. 80 1079 and 0907-800-1079. Let's go on Twitter real quick to get to your comments. You have uh, this one uh, from Reverend Zachariah Ulubayo saying, Good morning, Nigerians. As a person, I subscribe to what the can said. The state of the nation, serious prayer, general election, the way politics is going in the nation, needs fervent prayer. After praying, we need to vote wisely. Away from this to Coyote, also on Twitter, he says, Lulu, heard you first. We must debate Nigeria now. Things had fallen not only apart, but aground and still going down. So we all just must be on common goal with one voice to decide how we want Nigeria to be administered and what type of peace now and generations unborn. Okay, uh, as commenters there also on Twitter. Ajibola Shoyinka says, already ASU members' salaries cannot take their home, so stopping it has no effect. The federal government should accept the locally made UTAS and discard the foreign-made IPPIS, that is gulping dollars for maintenance. Our comment is there from Ajibola Shoyinka. Let's get back to the phone lines and get your thoughts. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning, Lulu. Good morning. I'm Kyle calling from Adakuta. Good, Good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, let people keep carrying. Good morning, sir. God bless you. I greet you. Uh, you see, uh, you first mentioned something this morning about Nigeria that is suffering, uh, that was stated by PDP. I think I want to agree with PDP. Uh, that is not only suffering, but suffering leadership vacuum. Uh, let me keep. Uh, clearly express my opinion, my observation about the dwindling uh, country that we are in now. Now, um, these people that we have today are probably, probably said, are producing some quality of truth inside them, which had continually give us impression don't even know why they are in office or the purpose for which they are. And threats here and there uh, continue to give us no hope. It is a kind of hopelessness that we are in this country under President Buhari's leadership. I am telling you, uh, we, we, we have continued to face problems over 62 years now. 
backward. Backwardness, let me put it that way, of your strange century ever, worst place ever in the history of this country. Oh, okay. But then, let me assure us that uh, by the grace of God, we will get out of this if we can only go for Southland leadership now. Thank okay. you very much. Thank you for your contribution. Quite interesting, you know, talking about uh, the worst leadership in, in the history of Nigeria. One would have to, you know, go through statistics, facts, and figures. You know, uh, so I, I would, I would need us not to get a little too you know, carried away by some of these things, but to be able to say certain things and then back it up with facts and figures, it might be debatable. It is debatable when you say someone is like, oh, one administration is the worst ever in the history of the country. It is quite debatable, and so let's not, you know, toe that line. But there's this interest in the Punch newspaper. I'll take it. It's says PSC promotes Magu to AIG ahead of retirement. Ashim Karima, are you, are you following this particular story? Okay. The Police Service Commission may have concluded plans to promote a former acting chairman of the Economic and Financial Crimes Commission, Ibrahim Magu, to Assistant Inspector General of Police. Magu, a commissioner of police, had, has tendered his pre-retirement notice and will officially retire from the force on the 5th of May. But Punch guarded on Monday that the PSC Standing Committee has recommended him for elevate a development that may set the commission on a coalition course with Tony General of the Federation, Abubakar Malami, SAN. That story is there in the Punch newspaper this morning. So it's interesting, Akim Karim, when you have a story like this having to do with Magu and, uh, you know, the PSC recommending him uh, for promotion, just retirement, especially on the backdrop of, you know, that story had to do with, uh, you know, the, you know, is a uh, summary dismissal now from the EFCC, as it were, allegations into him, which has not necessarily led to, you know, any indictment at all, at all. And uh, what's your take on this? Yes, I am. Contradictions, contradictions, because uh, we do not allow systems to work. Because um, when we feel the systems are working, rather it is uh, strong people that that uh, roughly move those systems at those times. I remember the case of Magu and Ayu was uh, unceremoniously booted out and replaced by the chess, uh, Arsenal loving, loving <laughs> Bawa Abdullah, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. And uh, I, 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 I'm not sure. I don't know how police officers get promoted. I know that the PSC has a constitutional responsibility to recommend their promotion. And uh, if he has not, if till now, close to one year after he has been booted out of the FCC, no charges have been brought on him, despite the high-level investigation, <coughs> uh, I, I think it's just in my estimation now. There's a similarity between this case and the case of former Chief Justice Onogen mm. was made to also leave office and no charges were brought on him and meaning that he was victimization. And so if you have left me taken away from me, then if he's retiring in a few days and probably he should have been promoted. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong in it. But I think all this are happening because of uh, the, the way powerful people in government and that's why the name of the Attorney General had to come in again. Powerful people in government who move institutions 
instead of allowing system managers to work as they should. But let's see how this pans out. Uh, uh, I think uh, the PSC will recommend to the IG who will, who will make that declaration that has been promoted. But I think if he has been sent out of UFCC, has not been found guilty of any offense by any court of competent jurisdiction, and he, 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 is, he, he has a right to be promoted to this stage before he leaves, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But it's quite interesting, you know, uh, the Attorney General of the Federation who had, uh, you know, some allegations against him. That's why he was dismissed. Then he yeah. had, there was the uh, presidential panel headed by uh, retired Justice Ayo Salami that, you know, tried yes. to probe him for alleged graft and insubordination. Isn't this uh, an indictment on that particular process? If, for instance, they've not been able to nail anything to him and, you know, you're getting a promotion just before he retires. There, there was a woman. The whole process there, that there got was, him out there, of office. There, there Shouldn't woman, be questioned? There was a woman. Many things will be questioned when, when things are done properly in this country. And when, the, when those questions arise, there will be, never be satisfactory answers. Uh, there was a woman who contested, uh, no, who was minister under Obasanjo, I think the minister for health then was accused of bribe-taking. Eventually, Duma had to leave the office, and uh, a few years later, the court found her innocent, right? And she was not guilty of the offense, but she had left the office. So, the, in this situation, there should be a balance between when you have to leave office and when you are being made to leave office because you have stepped on toes, right? And so, in my estimation, I think this is more of a personality clash and the people in government using the instrumentality of power that they that they have sworn to uphold the constitution using for personal vindictive purposes. Mm. And uh, unfortunately, Mr. Magu may also uh, be in that in that in that group of people too who have used powers of uh, the powers they have vindictively in a way that is not for the general good of the public. Might have you possibly. Possibly. Let's get back to the phone line zero nine zero double three ten seven nine and zero nine zero rather zero eight zero double three double two ten seven nine and zero nine zero seven eight hundred ten seven nine. Hello. Good morning. Well, That's uh, Professor Agbola. He is sure he's our, he's our ardent listener. <laughs> so he should he should know what's going on within that system. Also, let's move from this now uh, to other comments. Also, you have this from Reverend Zachariah. Okay, he's back on Twitter saying, On FGN Asu Bruhaha, our nation is seriously going backward in terms of education because of ongoing strike. The FGN, to me, is not ready to solve the problem. F the needful now. That's also there. Back to the phone lines. Hello, good morning. Hello, Hello good morning. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, Mr. Lulu. Good morning to you. Am I going to Mr. King? Morning, sir. Yeah, this is Larry Lack on the corner from Milano. Good to have you. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. I think why is the Canada government or the military, I don't know, holding out to those uh, criminals, the bandits, uh, the terrorists that have been, that were arrested? I think, and they are maybe they are sponsor. They should have eliminated them. And now that they are now in a state situation, that uh, bandit, uh, the bandit are uh, now they want to exchange their uh, the those are with the that uh, they should release their leaders that are in the camp uh, in the okay. in the custody of the. Do wrap up real quick because you're out of time. Okay, okay. okay. Now, that federal government should release them. They should release them and in order to to have the the after release. But they, they must exterminate them. They can inject them before they leave them. All right. So that they will not use throughout their life. Or they will die immediately. All right. I have time for me. Why? All right. And on this one, Tony, I think it's Tony... 
you need to wrap up. Uh, time is fast. Uh, I'll wrap up now. Tony, Tony, Tony. Since the political party is the one 